You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic physician, lecturer, author, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. With coronavirus spreading quickly across the globe, claims of what might stop you from catching the microbe is also on the rise. Beyond cautionary practices like hand washing, wearing a mask, and avoiding people who are infected, what can you do to make sure your immune system is ready to fight off the coronavirus that causes the COVID-19 disease? Now, today we have Dr. Raphael Kelman of the Kelman Center and the best-selling author of The Microbiome Breakthrough. He is here to dig deeper into the best strategies on how to improve your immune system and lower your odds of catching the novel coronavirus. Welcome to Wellness for Life, Dr. Kelman. So glad to have you here. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You bet. And, you know, I'm excited for you to give us your integrative functional medicine perspective on the immune system. So the first question I have is this. I mean, your medical clinic is smack in the middle of the corona pandemic in New York City. So I'd like yeah. to know, are you seeing patients at the Kelman Center with the corona? And have you been yeah. implementing, or or you are, you are seeing patients. I thought maybe Absolutely. you might be working with telemedicine and, um, well, you know. Well, I mean both, but we definitely are seeing patients, sure. Oh, good. Very good. So with that being said, I mean, geez, uh, what have you been working on when it comes to, you know, what's the first thing that you do um, when they come in? I'm sure you take a look at their their vitals and all that, but do you do the testing? Do, are you testing them? Yeah, I mean, we're definitely testing um, for the virus. Um, uh, starting on Wednesday, we're going to be doing antibody testing, which is critical um, for people to know if they're immune. Um, and this will help um, you know get the country back on their feet again, get people to work, and to reduce the anxiety of um, related to the coronavirus. So yes, we're doing the testing. Um, I am treating patients with uh, coronavirus, doing a lot of um, work with um, helping people um, to know about how to prevent it, uh, what herbs are um, now um, available that can absolutely, in my opinion, help um, for prevention. Um, how to improve your immune system, what could be the reasons why one's immune system is not adequate or robust. And, um, you know, absolutely uh, for the treatment as well. There are a number of different um, uh, herbal remedies that um, uh, can absolutely help and something I've had a lot of experience with and I'm hoping to get the the word out that there's a lot that people can do to combat uh, coronavirus. Absolutely. I, I, I'm a big believer in natural medicine. Um, but what I'd like to ask you, because you have written an, an amazing book, I've had you on the show to talk about the microbiome and the microbiome medicine. And I know that uh, you, you also believe that the immune system, um, the largest body of our immunity is, is centered around our gut. So let's start there. Let's start with what do we need to know about our immune system and our gut immunity to help uh, stave off some of the viral problems that we're all dealing with, not just not just the corona. We've, we're getting you know, influenza viruses left and right right now in, at this time. So what can we do? Well, sure. Uh, the microbiome in the gut play a pivotal role um, in keeping the immune system healthy. Um, it's sort of like ground zero. Uh, a healthy uh, microbiome goes a long way in the prevention of 
infectious diseases, both um, bacterial and viral. So what I recommend in the microbiome breakthrough um, should definitely be implemented, and that is the, the microbiome-type diet, um, the use of both uh, probiotics and prebiotics, uh, certainly lay the foundation for a better gut and a better uh, immune system. Well, I love, you know, I love everything you wrote about that book and uh, how we can naturally create a robust uh, microbiome. But, you know, I come from a country, Seoul, and I'm from Korea, South Korea, and we eat a great deal of fermented foods, particularly kimchi. There's about 250 different types of uh, kimchi, and and I just recently took a look at a, a video and, uh, from Korea, and it was from one of the news stations there, and they did a little piece on how fermented food kimchi can actually boost your immunoglobulins in your gut. They've done studies on it with the MERS, um, the the MERS, which is an, a, a coronavirus that came out sometime in about 2012, I believe, and how it was able to fight off and um, reduce the infectious uh, virility sure. and the strength. So sure. how do you feel about fermented foods and and um, and do you recommend us to eat it every day? Yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't have to be every day, but certainly a few times a week. Oh, absolutely. Um, it has a good um, uh, antiviral effect. It, it balances the ecology, which is what's most important, a balanced ecology of bacteria and viruses well, is the best approach to keep things in check so you're less likely to have these kind of rogue viruses that can inflict terrible damage. It's really about the context that you want to improve. You want to improve the whole viral ecology. Like what will happen eventually is that this virus will eventually settle in um, to a, uh, a healthier uh, microbiome, a viral microbiome, and that will then... Uh, reduce the um, the severity and the incidence of disease. In fact, that will eventually keep things at bay. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about the a viral microbiome. You know, people believe that we catch a virus and then it's gone and that we're free from these viral germs. Can you explain what you mean by the viral microbiome? Well, I mean, we're, we, we live in a um, ecology of, of viruses. It's not, uh, it's not just coronaviruses. Uh, an ending number of viruses that are just part of our ecology. And first of all, it's critical. Viruses are not just uh, demons. They're, they're also very important for improvement of our DNA, um, you know, for DNA versatility and changes. Um, scientists, you know, are using um, uh, um, viruses to um, modify our own DNA for improvement, for the treatment of diseases, et cetera. Um, so viruses are not all bad, and so they, they, they actually form an ecology, and, and the ecology um, is much more stable than you know, viruses that are not part of our, our healthy ecology, because then they become rogue viruses that, that can really um, affect us adversely, of course. So, you know, and, and also a healthy microbial um, ecology, microbiome, uh, improves immune function, which then can keep rogue viruses in check. So improving our microbiome is really uh, foundational. And sure, that is something I um, absolutely work on uh, with people who want to improve their immune system and set the stage for being able to 
uh, overcome uh, coronavirus infection. But there's many other things that could be done as well. I mean, there's a, um, a number of different herbs that absolutely have antiviral um, activity and effects, and many of them have been shown to have antiviral effects um, in humans as well. And, 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 not, and not just, uh, you know, uh, hearsay, they've been studied. Now, of course, not against COVID because this is so new, but there's good reason to believe that if it's helped with very similar viruses, coronaviruses, we can assume that some of these will also be effective against you know, COVID-19. And lo and behold, that's exactly what I'm finding. I see that uh, the herbs that I use, the cocktail of herbs that I use, um, they're very beneficial, and I think um, I would. I was. I'm hoping that this would be widely implemented and, and known, so that um, it, it will have a tremendous impact on the corona epidemic. Great. Let's talk about the herbs that you do use, and with each herb, can you explain how it does help the immune system and sure. what it's the what's the mechanism of that sure. herbal remedy? Sure. Very good question. I mean, we we know a lot about viruses. <clears throat> we know a lot about <clears throat> how COVID operates, how it affects us, and and causes such terrible disease. Well, firstly, it has to attach to receptors on our cells. Those receptors are called ACE2 receptors. They're actually enzymes, and these enzymes are very important for our physiology. So uh, when coronavirus is attached to these. Uh, enzymes, they can damage the enzymes, these receptors, uh, and that's how they get into the cell. Uh, but we need those enzymes for uh, you know, healthy physiological function, including lung function. So there are a number of different herbs that can, number one, um, improve uh, the ACE2 enzymes because we don't want it to get damaged. As it gets damaged, that's, that, co- that increases the virulence of the disease. Um, so we, there are herbs like scutellaria and, 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 and many things, and for example, andrographis and um, pelagonia. There's a number of different herbs that can improve uh, salvia, the list goes on, that can improve uh, both um, the, the function of these enzymes and receptors and also block uh, viral entry. And then there's other um, uh, enzymes like furans and also um, enzymes that are involved in viral replication. And there are a number of different herbs that can um, block those enzymes so it chokes the um, uh, virus, the COVID virus's ability to replicate. And and that's where these herbs come in. That's why I have this uh, specific protocol of herbs that address all these different mechanisms. Um, and they become very effective when they're used in combination. So um, it's very important to understand how the virus works and why these different herbs and supplements work as well. Uh, So too, zinc is very important for different reasons. So all of this is um, scientifically outlined and um, the research is there, the, the, the biological plausibility is there, um, the experience is there already. So um, it's uh, unfortunate that this is um, not widely known um, because, and accepted and believed in because it will have such a tremendous impact on this epidemic and will also really reduce the, the fear and the sense of helplessness and hopelessness that um, is an epidemic in itself.
Oh, it sure is. I, there's no doubt that if you can support your patients, that's what I do, of course. I, m- most of my my work is in a t- um, you know telemedicine right now because uh, I've ninety five percent of my practice is already on the phone uh, globally talking to people and supporting them and and having people feel pro that they're proactively working on their own body and giving them the support I think is is an really wonderful way of just just in of itself knowing that you can take care of your own self you feel that um, you have more strength and power within you uh, you mentioned the herbs scutellaria andrographis I use a lot of andrographis in my practice uh, pelagonia and salvia and are you using these in uh, herbal form as in dry herbs or are they um, in liquid form? Uh, can you use it separately or do you blend it yeah. in Chinese medicine? You brew it. How, how do you use it in your practice? I mean, I like to use them in, um, in combination in the uh, tincture liquid form. I, I, I put it uh, a liposomal uh, ingredient in there as well. Shake it up, give it out during the day. Um, you know, the, the, the protocol is different for different people. Um, but by and large, um, that you know that is the the approach. Now, also remember, you know, I do blood testing to see um, in some people if we're able to do it uh, their um, immunological state, if they have um, already a um, a high amount of cytokines. Then we have to be more vigilant in preventing what's called the cytokine storm. This is a, uh, a tremendous uh, blow-up of the immune system that causes most of the disease and the pathology of the, of the pulmonary component of the disease. Um, so we want to keep the immune system balanced. So for those that have a predisposition to this flare-up, uh, including people with autoimmune disorders, by the way, we want to focus more on toning down the immune system and um, using the herbs that can block uh, some of these cytokines from being from overwhelming um, the body. So you know, it's not just about boosting the immune system, and, and sometimes we have to tone it down. So it's really um, incorrect to say, well, let's boost the immune system, and that's going to uh, prevent coronavirus. That's fallacious. In fact, that can actually be dangerous, especially if there's if someone has inflammation or they have an autoimmune disorder. Um, and we could measure this and really quantify it by the appropriate blood testing. So it does change uh, the types of herbs um, that I uh, that I use. Now, that being said, uh, there are um, some are some patients that I also treat with hydroxychloroquine um, and zithromycin, and I think that. Um, that is absolutely beneficial. I don't think it's the magic pill, but it certainly helps. Uh, sometimes it could be very effective. But remember, I'm using these things in combination, so I'm not doing a controlled study to tell you that it's definitely this or definitely that. It's just my gut feeling of what's working. Um, but what I see with my own eyes is that the combination absolutely is working, whether it's this or whether it's that. Um, I don't know, but it's for sure the combination thereof that's having a tremendous impact on mm. um, this epidemic. What's great is that you're utilizing the best of both worlds, whatever is uh, 
appropriate for that one patient. Uh, you mentioned about the cytokine storm and you want to prevent it. And it totally makes sense because it's either, you know, it's not enough, it's not strong enough, and then the virus ends up entering. But if it's too much of an uh, attack of the uh, cytokines, and cytokines you're t talking about interleukin-6, interleukin-1, uh, which cytokines are you, you um, testing? Well, I mean, there's a number of them. There's interleukin-6, there's interleukin-1B. Um, uh, there, there are many. Um, tumor necrosis factor. There are many different uh, cytokines. And, you know, and some herbs are really address, could address different types of cytokines. Um, so there's a lot Which out there. There's a lot of science out there that guides us uh, in terms of treatment, uh, you know, considering what's out there from a pharmaceutical approach, I mean, we have a huge armamentarium. And, you know, I look at it as like I'm a general and I could fight this war on so many different levels, whether I use, you know, the drug or drugs like hydroxychloroquine and zithromycin or a number of different herbs that, sure, they work in a different way. It's not the same combat unit. You know, but all of these combat units are needed, and, and we need also a unit that tries to maintain the peace, that tries to organize the, the, the bacteria and viruses into a, a collective whole, into a healthier ecology. So, you know, we're going on at this on many, many fronts. We're trying to, on the one hand, attack from different angles, um, attacking from different um, fronts, knowing how the virus uh, causes its virulence, the different enzymes that it needs in order to express its own DNA and how it actually hijacks our own cells. Well, we know a lot about how it does that. And we also know how these herbs work, which is incredible. It gives us tremendous um, uh, opportunity and um, power to really make a difference. We know how the viruses work, uh, and we know how these, many of these herbs work, and it's really just using the right ones, and we're blocking the, the, the front, the different fronts that the viruses are using to try to um, really, you know, take over our own DNA, our own cellular function. So we're doing a lot, and so, I thank you for having me on to help get the word out. Oh, you bet, doctor. Uh, yeah, so what you're saying is that de depending on the phase of the stage, I should say the stage of the virus and your symptomatology, you um, you use the right appropriate uh, type of herbal remedies or, or even exactly. combinations with medis medical uh, prescriptions. But if you exactly. are in that state, yes, of um, hyper you know, immune state, and you are going in towards that, which herbs do you use to tone down that immunity? I, in my practice, I use a lot of vitamin D. Uh, I know it's not an herb, it is a vitamin and pro-hormone. Um, how do you use your herbal remedy to tone down and modulate that immunity? Yeah, I mean, salvia is very good for that. Um, cordyceps is very good for that. Astragalus is very good for that. Polygonium is good for that. You know, what I would not use is echinacea uh, at that point. I would not use um, elderberry at that point because that, that could actually make things worse. So you're totally right. You have to know at what stage uh, you're fighting this, this enemy. Um, and when you think that the patient is um, in the cytokine storm or they're sort of on the border of the cytokine storm, you really need to know which herbs you want to use and, you, and which herbs you specifically don't want to use. I think that um, 
uh, th- there's a place for different herbs at different uh, stages. Um, and if it's really getting desperate, um, for sure, I would use um, hydroxychloroquine with zinc specifically because it becomes a, what's called a zinc ionospore, which brings zinc into the cell in a, in a, a free state. No, it's not attached to proteins. So then it's available to directly attack the virus. So we have a very strategic kind of um, hit squad that we're using to go after the virus. And this is a war, and we have to approach it like a war. And clinicians are now generals. We're not doctors so much right now. We are generals fighting a war, um, and, and we have to have the strategy and the mindset of a general to be able to win this war. Now, I don't usually talk about health in terms of war, um, but you know, I'm, I look at my paradigm is so, so different. But absolutely, um, there's a time for peace and there's a time for war. And unfortunately, we're in a state of war, and we have to use everything at our disposal to fight this and win the war. And we will. Mm. That's such a great state, uh, a great uh, way of looking at it. And I, I agree. You know, I've done a little research. I've been digging and digging, of course. And there is a, a type of um, a peptide in our body called cathelicidins. Um, have you read up on that at all, Dr. Kilman? Cathelicidins? No, tell me about it. Cathelicidins are, um, there are certain nutrients, in, in fact, vitamin D and zinc are specifically cathelicidin-stimulating nutrients. And what it does is cathelicidins are peptides, they're immune peptides that um, go in and break the outer and inner layer of the membrane. It literally Hmm. cuts it. Yeah, that's that's what I've been researching, which is very interesting. And I'm wondering if the zinc that you talked about, it being ionospore, um, uh, it actually has that mechanism of Im- improving the, increasing the cathelicidins into the area to cleave off the outer membrane. That's fascinating. You know, I'm going to, I'm actually, I want to write the name of this down. <laughs> yes. Thank you for pointing this out. How do you spell it? Cathelicidins is C-A-T-H-E-L-I C-I-D-I-N-S, cathelicidins. I'm still going to read about it, and it sounds very interesting, and maybe that is one of the reasons why zinc uh, is so effective. And it has to be an ionosphere, so it's interesting. Uh, you know, I have to look to see if this, beca- if this um, works as an ionosphere. An ionosphere basically is just a compound that you have to use together with zinc so that zinc is uh, not bound to a protein, so it's freely um, available to directly attack the virus. So, you know, this is interesting. I'm certainly going to look into it. So It's very interesting. Uh, it's, it's considered uh, what you call an AMP, an antimicrobial peptide, and it's like 37 amino acid strand uh, that... Um, mammals have, including humans, and it's it's like a, a molecule, part of the innate immunity that that really helps um, in the gut and within our our cells, of course, and it cleaves off. It's a very interesting mechanism of how it fights against viruses. Mm, very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, but I mean, again, uh, there are natural ingredients. I think EGCG might be one of them as well. Uh, but uh-huh, I definitely do see that vitamin D and zinc is is are 
It's part of the group of natural cephalocytins, which improve our own cephalocytins within our own body. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's very interesting. Absolutely. Uh, so I know you treat a lot. Before we're done, I want to just uh, talk a little bit about your practice where you see a lot of autoimmune conditions. And, you know, we know that autoimmune autoimmunity um, is on the rise and it's been on the rise in this modern uh, world now. And uh, I know with that being said, and in combination with the corona, are you finding that they're higher at risk of getting the corona? Yeah, that's my feeling. Um, you know, I, I don't have the studies to prove that. Um, I, I just feel it's true. Um, I think that there is definitely there are definitely other people that are um, saying the same thing. I don't know if there's any data to prove it. It's certainly my hunch. Certainly, what I'm seeing, um, and they could certainly be protected by approaching it in this way. That you want to use the herbs that you know, tone down the immune system that are immunomodulators. One of the things that I'm using is something called thymosin 1-alpha. It's a, um, mm-hmm. it's a, a peptide that actually you inject right under the skin. Um, it's called subcutaneous. It really doesn't hurt. Um, I'm going to be taking it myself, actually, because it's, it's a great immune modulator. Uh, they, they were using it in China. Maybe they st- probably still are, especially for um, healthcare providers as a preventative measure. Uh, and that's a very good compound um, for anyone with an autoimmune disorder to prevent uh, corona and even to fight it off. So it's one of the treatments that I recommend for anyone with an autoimmune disease. Um, it is by prescription. It's called Thymosin-1-alpha. And it's a peptide um, that comes, which is a small protein, um, but comes from um, the thymus gland. Uh, very, very effective in both combating viruses and keeping the immune system um, in the right state, not overly stimulated, but actually toned down. In other words, we need an immune system with precision. We don't want collateral damage. We don't want to, to you know, slam um, the enemy, um, because th- there's repercussions, uh, different repercussions. Um, and we need to do things, um, in a very precise, um, way with, with strategy and, um, for, for much better effects. And certainly we want to prevent any, um, adverse effects. Mm. You know, th- that might be why, th- um, the, the children, are the ones that are not getting sick from it because their thymus gland is, we have our largest, the largest uh, size of the thymus gland is when we are very young as a, ch- right, as a child. Right. And the children, point. yeah. And that might be why, because they might have a high level of that thymusin coming out. Oh, that's so interesting. Is there any research to support that? Or is that just a theory? That's just a theory of mine, only because I mean the kids, the the you know babes and the little ones, they have the largest uh, uh, size of the thymus, and we know we do know that as we age, the thymus gland shrinks over time. So with someone in their sixties to eighties, you know, when you're in the elderly, the thymus gland gland is pretty much shrunken down. Uh, Whereas as an infant and young ones, they definitely have a bigger size. Sure. It's right below this, the, the, um, the sternum bone area, exactly. and it just ends up shrinking. I know that there's an, um, the formula that I use is called uh, TB4, 
and thymosin beta-4, which is an oral uh, supplement you can get online. Um, it's, it is available through doctors, actually. I, I think it's more doctors. And um, yeah. I, I give it to my patients for that exact same reason, and it's pretty much out of, uh, I mean, it's hard to find now because everyone, all the doctors are getting it for their patients. Yeah, look at the thymus in one alpha. It's really quite pe- quite potent, quite effective. That's right. I'm That's actually right. using I'm, I'm using it for Lyme disease. I'm using it for co-infections. I'm using it for mold. Uh, great treatment for mold. Here you got you know people. People don't appreciate is that so much of the damage um, from infectious diseases is not from the microbe so much. Mm. It's from our own immune system and um, dysregulated. Uh, and well, the main treatment, believe it or not, that I use, especially if it's chronic, is immune modulation, not going after the enemy so much, but toning down our, our, our own forces by toning down the immune system. And there are a number of herbs that, that do that and, and different tr- treatments like these peptides. You know, if you take that approach, which is a really a paradigm shift, Doctors, health professionals will see a much better result in combating and dealing with a wide uh, spectrum of infectious diseases that we're, we're facing today. I think this is so important to just change the way we're seeing it, just a little bit, mm. to look at it from a different angle, and then you'll see such better results. It's just saying, wait a minute, maybe we're looking at it in the wrong way or not the best way. And when you take a, when you do things like that and you take a fresh approach, you'll see a much better, much better effects. So I'm again, sure. you know, thank you for having me on the, on the thank interview you. because I'm able to get this information out. Oh, absolutely. You're giving us such a great perspective that there are other options. And that's what I want our listeners to know is that there's there's options that you have. You don't have to feel that fear and anxiety. And you will have be able to uh, learn from Dr. Kelman, going to the Kelman Center, learning more about these herbs so that you can take care of yourself and your family. Doctor, before we leave, um, can you tell us where we can find more about your information? Sure. Um, Kelman Center. Dot com. Uh, again, my name is Dr. Raphael Kelman. It's very important for people to be tested. So if anyone's listening um, in, from New York City or within like a 20-mile radius, um, I am actually working with a lab that will come to you. Um, nominal fee, but will actually come to you, to your home, <laughs> with someone wow. who's going to draw the blood and do the test, who's actually, uh, who's negative, who's had the infection, who's negative now. So you'll be safe, and you'll be able to do it in the comfort and safety of your own home. And we need to get the testing. We need most of America to be tested. And so, you know, I worked this out that I'm, we're going to go to the patients. We're going to go to the people to get them tested. All of that could, you could find out more about um, on our website, kelmancenter.com. 
That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Dr. Kelman. Kelman Center is double L K E L L M A N center.com. Thank you so much for having, uh, spending our time, the time with you. I know you're super busy with everyone. So appreciate it. All the best to stay healthy. You too. You too. Such great information. Uh, gosh, definitely share this with people all around who, who really want to learn more about how you can um, become proactive with your own immunity, your own health. And, um, and then, of course, if you're close to Dr. Kelman's office in New York City, it's well worth getting tested. Testing is the most important part of uh, giving our body our a country a chance to be able to start going out and working again. We need to know who is ill, who is not, and then um, being able to quarantine, self-quarantine and isolate and get go th- get through the, the virus itself. If you need any help to dig deeper into your health issues, I work with people all around the world as well through phone and Skype consultations. So my contact is, info is on my website, drsuzanne.com. And of course, until next time, go out there and live your best life today, full of energy, enthusiasm, and all Ultimate Health and Wellness. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies on the Wellness for Life show right here on Radio MD. Stay well.